provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Break shit house energy drink. That's right. Break shit house energy drink. Make that little girl. She walked through the balls. You want to fuck shit up? You want to call us coming across America? Brick shit house is for you. Please enjoy Brick Shit House Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So I have a shredded chicken soft taco. Now I'm going to lay it flat, open it up, and then I'm going to roll it tightly the other way. Will it then suddenly become a taquito? Hmm. I may never know. Two douchebags and a microphone. This is Mark. And I'm Rob. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, um, there, there's a, a lot of the same people that are still joining us by the way that I um, are reading the uh, the data that's coming into us from uh, RSS.com and some Google yeah. and some yeah. uh, Google information I've been getting. And thank you guys for sticking with us because it seems to me like. If I'm reading this correctly, 80% of the audience that finds us, we retain. From what I can tell. Wow. 80%. That's pretty damn wow. good. I don't think most radio shows can boast that. Wow, dude. Yeah, I, I was just got to looking at that just a little bit ago, and that's how come I was running a little late calling you. I was just kind of floored. I'm like, shit, it really looks to me like... I mean, like Adrian, Missouri. How can I get all of those hits in that town? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm not kidding you. If you took Adrian, Missouri... Who the hell do we know? I I think I know one person down there. And I don't even think she knows I have anything to do with this show. I know a couple of people, and I doubt if they know anything about it, too. But I cannot believe it, because if if that was parlayed, if that was per capita... It, if Kansas City, we'd have over a million listeners. It'd I mean, be our I, biggest. It'd be our biggest yeah. town. And then, I mean, then the usual suspects keep downloading. I mean, thank you guys. Really, it, it is. Uh, it's really um, I, a great. I feeling. honestly have a few more telling me that they're downloading and they're listening. So. Yeah, we're we're really impressed by the listeners and the amount of vigor. And love that they have for the show. So thank you guys. Um, we're going to keep it up. Very much. We're going to keep it up because we're having fun. This, this is kind of a life goal for me and Mark. Yes. Yeah. This is something we thought about back in eighties that we never thought would have happened. That we would love to happen. Who would have ever thought that what? you would have? We're doing a, it. You would Guess have what? a. We're doing it. Yeah, uh, you'd you'd have an, a radio like platform like you do now with podcasting. Yeah, and it being it's, so easily it's, it's so easily accessible and and to be done. So anyhow, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in. Like I said, um, I got an interesting article here that I just was reading um, during yeah. break at work, and I thought it was pretty cool. Okay, there should be a Kurt Cobain movie out, right? Yeah. Okay, but I think there might be some sort of an issue with Courtney Love, his widow, and how the I I I'm not for sure, okay. but but um, <laughs> if 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 what I saw on the internet and who knows because I don't know her personally, but it looks like maybe she wants uh, wants him to scrub his character up too much. And people are trying to get the just of everything that happened. So I think there's a little butting heads right there. So I don't know if anyone's willing to do it as of yet. So there's this uh, this place called the American Songwriter Online. And they took artificial intelligence, a chatbot, and had them create the cast and the movie for Kurt Cobain. 
if it if it existed, this is what AI said it should do. Okay. Fair enough. Pretty cool. Okay. okay. When news surfaced recently from the mouth of Kurt Cobain's widow Courtney Love that Brad Pitt had wanted to create a Cobain biopic, it got our wheels turning. What would the cast look like? What would the plot be? Well, for those answers, we reached out to Chat GPT for some insight. This ought to be good. I haven't read this. I was just looking at possible storylines at work, and I was like, oh my god, this fits what we do perfectly. Okay, it's going to be called, according to the chatbot, Smells Like Teen Spirit, the Kurt Cobain story, is a biopic that delves into the life and legacy of the iconic musician Kurt Cobain. The film explores the journey of a young man from a troubled childhood to becoming the frontman of the legendary grunge band Nirvana. Act 1. The film begins in the rainy town of Aberdeen, Washington, where a teenage Kurt Cobain struggles with dysfunctional family life and a sense of alienation, so he's like every other kid. He finds solace in music and starts to experiment with various instruments, eventually discovering his passion for playing guitar and writing songs. Like I said, he's like every other kid so far. We follow Kurt's early musical ventures, forming his first bands, and the challenges he faces and he strives to escape his troubled home life. The pivotal moment comes when he meets Chris Novoselic, who becomes his close friend and collaborator. Together they form the band Nirvana and start playing gigs in local clubs, slowly building a following. Hey, kind of like us. Slowly building a following. Act 2. Nirvana's breakthrough comes with the release of their second album, Nevermind, featuring the iconic single Smells Like Teen Spirit. The band's meteoric rise to fame takes a toll on Kurt, who struggles with sudden celebrity status, increased media attention, and battles with drug addiction and depression. As Nirvana becomes the voice of a generation and the symbol of the grunge movement, Kurt's personal life becomes increasingly complex. The film explores his relationship with Courtney Love, his wife, and the birth of their daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, amidst the whirlwind of success. Kurt finds it challenging to cope with the pressures of fame, artistic expectations, and personal demons. So far, I would say that this uh, chatbot is dead on, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so far, I mean, I think they hit it, they hit the nail right on the head. So we go to Act 3. As Nirvana's success reaches unprecedented heights, Kurt's internal struggles intensify. The film portrays the band's tumula, uh, tumulus tour schedule and the strain it puts on Kurt's physical and mental health. Despite the fame, Kurt feels disconnected from the mainstream music scene and is critical of the media's portrayal of him and his band. In Act 3, the film explores the final days of Kurt Cobain's life, including his decision to leave Nirvana and his retreat to a scheduled cabin in Washington. Their narrative builds up to the fateful event of Kurt's untimely death in April of 1994. Epilogue. The film concludes with an epilogue that reflects on Kurt Cobain's legacy. It highlights his impact on the world of music and popular culture, shedding light on the issues of mental health, addiction, and the challenges of fame. The epilogue also explores the, explores the endurance influence of Nirvana's music and Kurt's lasting impact on subsequent generations of music. Now, I would go see that. Smells Like Teen Spirit, yeah. the Kurt Cobain story presents an intimate and authentic portrayal of the, um, um, let's see, the, the artist celebrating his music's genius while shedding light on the humans behind the legend. The biopic serves as a tribute to Kurt Cobain's life, music, and enduring spirit of grunge that helped shape. All right, and there it cut off on me. Okay, so anyhow, (laughs) the the Kurt Cobain cast, Timothy Chamelay, I don't know who that is, known for his versatility and ability to portray complex characters, Timothy Chamelay could bring the depth and sensitivity required to embody Kurt Cobain. Courtney Love is Sarose Renan. Sarose Renan is an immensely talented actress, I don't know either one of these, who can bring the intensity, and I hope I'm saying the, I hope I'm saying their names right, an intensity and charisma necessarily to portray Courtney Love, Kurt's wife and fellow musician. Chris Novoselic, Bill Skarsgård, 
I don't know who that is either. And his tall stature and acting skills. Bill Starsgod could convincingly portray um, and the tall and lanky basis of Nirvana co-founder Chris Novoselic. Dave Grohl, Joe Carey. Joe Carey, I agree with that. I think he could do that. Joe Carey's charm and energy could make him a great fit for the role of Dave Grohl. Nirvana's drummer and late front man of the Foo Fighters. I said, just get Dave Grohl to do it. He still looks young. All he's got to do is dye his his beard a little bit and keep his hair like it is, and he'll be fine. Wendy O'Connor plays Frances McDormand. That would be Kurt's mother. Don Cobain, Kurt's father, is going to be Josh Brolin. Cool. Cool. That's cool. I agree with that. Ken Cobain, Kurt's aunt and legal guardian. Amy Adams could bring worth and death. Is Amy Adams the one that's on Saturday Night Live? Well, Amy Adams. I think so. Judging just by the people I've read, I think this this AI hit it dead on. Given Cobain's movie star appeal and his fame and impact on culture, it's almost impossible to believe that there isn't a Nirvana biopic or a Cobain biopic either in the works are already made. And I agree with that 100%. But there isn't perhaps because Love didn't want it made. Okay, that's what it was. Love just didn't want it made. Well, there are several Cobain documentaries. A traditional movie version of his life is not available, and I say that is a tragedy. There needs to be a movie about him because there's people that would really like to see this, including myself. Yeah. So, I mean, we all know the story. We know what happened. We know, you know, he tragically killed himself in his house up there in Washington. Um, We all know what happened. And we all know the sad things. But there's so much things that led him to it. I would like him to really, either a book or a movie about it, because remember, um, it was like two months before he OD'd in in France, maybe. And, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, and and they, you know, they said, "Oh, it wasn't a suicide attempt." No, no, no. He just took a few too many, and that's all. But bullshit. We all knew it was a suicide attempt because of his writings, and because of uh, the nature of how that happened over there in France. And, I mean, there is so much to it, too, because In Utero is a song about the whole album, not not the song, the whole album, In Utero. In Utero means in the womb, and it means what, what the whole album was supposed to portray and did was he never wanted to be born. He was mad. He, did, he didn't want to be there. So, you know, I mean... Sad fact is, he did not want to live, and he made sure that he didn't. So, but like always, the tortured poets make the best music, right? Yeah. If you're not tortured in some way, you're not coming up with true lyrics. Probably. Mostly. So, anyhow, but Rob, you know what we have? What? We have a Dear Douchebags letter. Awesome! Yeah. So, let's go ahead and take a little break so I can insert the little hee-hee in there. So and you... guess what? What? I have something else, too. Oh, I think I know what it is. Go ahead. I have my bass list. Yay! Good, because I've been working on mine, and I intend on kicking your ass, Rob. Uh, how many you got? I've got... Nine so far. Go to break. All right. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So let me see. Let's say I was offended by people being offended. 
then would people being offended all the time would have to not be offended around me because I was offended by them being offended? Hmm. I may never know. Alright, we are back, and like we mentioned, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. We are two douchebags and microphone, and as mentioned, your douchebags letter. Yeah, let's do letter first. Alright, let's do this. And then we'll go into Rob's bass list, which I just threatened yeah. to kick his ass, so he's going to wipe my ass with it. You watch. Because I got all boastful and braggadocious and put my chest out. He's going to kill me no, on this. No, actually, I will talk in there. Get the letter. Okay. Dear douchebags, I have a horrible issue with a neighbor. This neighbor is a large, a very large man that likes to sunbathe nude in his backyard. Normally I wouldn't give a shit, but I can't even grow a steak in my backyard without being grossed out. Help me please. Yeah, but did I say that to you? Yeah, I think so. Oh shit, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sign Nasty and Gross and Montrose. Man, Montrose has come that, up with a couple. A, what the hell is I'm going on in Montrose? Jeez, for a town of like 150 people in a junkyard, they got a lot of shit going on in a power plant. Yeah, it's a power plant, I'm telling you. Yeah. Is Montrose in base, Bates or Henry County? Uh, let's I just say Henry. Is I it Henry? Say Henry. Montrose. The pride and joy of Henry County. Huh? The pride and joy of Henry County. There you go. I said it. It had to be said. The pride and joy. Is that what Google just said? It did. Yes, Google said. Montrose, the pride and joy of Henry County. So, anyhow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we don't have one listener there. I checked. We don't have one listener there. I checked. So... Well, this uh, certainly is a horrible predicament to be in. I would definitely be afraid to venture in my backyard as well. My first suggestion is to SWAT him. Do you know what I mean by SWAT? Yeah. Yeah, you call the SWAT team on him? Call the fire department and say there's a fugitive with a gun at his residence. (laughs) Quite possibly, he could be so embarrassed he may never sunbathe nude again. That, that's a great answer. Just don't get caught. Oh, I love that one. Well, like I said before the disclaimer, and Rob can vouch with me on this, whatever we say to do, do the exact opposite, and you'll be fine. Right? Agree? Please, please, yeah. please, 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 don't do what our stupid asses say. If, if you want to stay out of trouble, we're, we're giving you the advice we would have done when we were 18. Yes, yes. And mind you, what we think is funny is what a 16-year-old boy going through puberty thinks is funny. So there you go. Exactly. Yeah, so. uh, That's why we are called two douchebags in a microphone. Yeah, that's not why, you know, that's why we're not called two intellectuals in a briefcase. Right. Yeah, because we're two douchebags in a microphone. That is aptly named, right? Me, you, two, two douchebags in a microphone. So there you go. So, okay, the number one answer swat him. Two, replace his suntan lotion with Vicks Vapor Rub. That'll burn his shit up and possibly stop him from going on this ongoing atrocity. Now, that would work. He'll burn his fucking little wiener off. You imagine Vicks Vapor Rub in the hot sun? I'm sorry, I just had to pause you because I had to laugh so hard. <laughs> Oh my god, that was hilarious. There you go. So number two, number three. Okay, this next one. Someone hit low again. This is not how me and Rob feel. <laughs> Last two fuck nuts in a recorder loud every time he's back there. And, and, uh, oh, what? Uh, yes, and he'll run out quickly. This is not how we feel. We love two fuck nuts and a recorder. We did not yeah, like. We do. We have nothing I'm to gonna, do. I'm waiting for them to reach out to us. Me too. We're trying. Me We're too. Trying. Two fuck nuts and a recorder. We love you guys. We didn't write this. We don't agree with this. 
We don't agree that playing your podcast would run a a um, a big rotund guy naked out of his uh, out of his backyard. We do not agree with that. So. Hey, I, I, I've listened to every one of your guys' podcasts. Come Me on. too. Me and Rob listen together I've on the Bluetooth. Them. You have, I've downloaded them, just like I do ours. I Come laughed on. so hard, I almost vomited the other day. Especially that one skit, you know that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that one. Oh. I was at work playing it out loud. Oh, God. Did everybody, was everybody floored on that one skit? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that one skit was brilliant. You guys did a great job on that. <laughs> I had guys at work cracking up on that. That was hilarious. It well, was. That one skit was something else. And also, we know the rumors are true. We don't care. We love you guys. Okay? So, okay, number four. Buy a fog machine and place it halfway to hide its bareness. A fog machine would be kind of cool in your backyard, wouldn't it? That, that, that would be cool. I'd be grilling, and then the fog would be like going around me, whispering yeah. in the air. Me flipping burgers and, and brats and like laughing like a madman. <laughs> Mix that meat smoke with that frog yeah. and send it in I, the air to go even further. I am, yeah. I am Satan Cook. <laughs> so, <clears throat> number five, itching powder on his lawn chair might subdue him from his hobby. Ooh. Itching powder. Have you ever had that shit on you? It'll, yes, it, I have. It'll make you scratch your hide off. Remember uh, um, Zebo's Magic Shop at Bannister Mall? Yeah. Before he went out? Yeah. Yeah. We bought some itching powder and those stink bombs. Oh. Remember the stink bombs? Hey. That, that's what hit the drop stretch, man. Stink bombs used to be the liquid ass. Now it's liquid ass, but it was the stuff that they uh, trained people to go get cadavers on, you know, rotting in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, let's say a Jim Jones-type Guyana situation was going on. These people would train on those stink bombs, but now it's liquid ass. And those stink bombs, we used to walk into the wrong movie theater, throw one down, and it would stink up the whole theater, then we'd walk to the movie we wanted to see. (laughs) We We were motherfuckers, weren't we? I never even thought of that. I was not in on that one. Oh, okay. That was me and Davey and my brother, at least. BJ might have been part of it. But anyhow, we would uh, walk into the wrong movie theater and go, oh, shit, this isn't it. And then we'd throw a stink bomb down hard enough to smash on the ground their little glass tubes. And uh, it smash on the ground. And then whenever I walk by, I hear people going, God, what is that? Oh, I mean, it was the worst smelling shit ever. Like I said, now they call it liquid ass, and it's horrible like it was back then, but they used to train people to be able to grab cadavers out of wherever woods or whatever, rotting ones, and that's how bad that stuff smells. So, number six, we got another one. Every time said person is in full, full bloom, have a drone with a banner for local bariatric surgery. You might just go get it, and at least you can look a little better next time. Good luck. There you go. I kind of like that one, too. Yeah, there you go, man. Cut some of that fat off, make him look a little bit better. You may not give a shit that he's naked, right? You might be like, you know what? That guy's kind of handsome. I hope he stays there. Yeah, Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Rob, I got another thing, too. I'm just full of shit here. And then we can get to some stuff that um, I know... um, um, you know what? No, no, no. Let's go into your base because I. You want to get into the base? Yeah, let's go into base. All right. Uh, you know my uh, air drums are. I don't know if you're ready for this, dude. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I don't know if you are. This right. may take up the rest of the night. How many do you have? I have 18. Oh wow. I tried narrowing it down, dude. Okay, that's cool. And honestly, a lot of what I went with was a totally different direction than what you thought I would do. You were you were alluding to that last time I talked to you. Yeah. Hey, and it, do you mind if we go over on the podcast a little bit? I mean, it doesn't have to be an hour. We could do a little extra. 
if you wanted. If you want to get in no. your 18, let's do it. And then I got some other stuff that I'd like to do too. I got no, I got my list right here in front of me. If you want to do it, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready to release my 18 list. Okay. All right. Bass. Let's take a break. We'll come right back with your 18 top bass songs. The bass in the songs. And how many did you have? Nine. Nine. Yes. Well, you, you. Well, I have a week. Yeah. I've got a week. Okay. I've got I a week to come to up with them, Rob. By the time we get done, I, I give it to you. Okay, I will have eighteen, so that way they're even. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast. Two douchebags in a microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma's been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Two monkey fuckers and a toaster will be right back. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I can't take my dog to the lake. The ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for having a purebred dog. All right, baby bitches, as promised, we are back to Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, Rob Red. We have some bass shit to get to, so without any further ado, let me do the uh, air drums, which oh I said. Oh my god, dude, I, I tried my best. This is 18 of them. Go ahead. Okay, number 18. You better run by Pat Dutar. Hmm. I'm gonna, I have like to, the bass. I'm gonna have to re listen okay. to that. Let me explain something. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I like my bass the way it should be. Mm hmm. A bass is bass guitar. There are three. So it helps bring the drums and the guitar together. Rob, I knew that because you kind of said that to me before. I knew that actually. Yeah. So I think and I have I three of your songs in my head that I think you went for. So anyhow, go I, ahead. I, uh, I like some of the more subtler songs uh -huh. where the bass does its job. Yes. Okay. That's cool. I like them to stand out too. Okay. How about uh, number? Oh, yeah, number eighteen is "You Better Run." Pat Benatar. Okay. Number 17, Double Vision, Foreigner. I agree 100%. Yeah. That is a magnificent bass song. Good job. <laughs> it is. Yes. 100%, without a doubt, dude. Yeah, keep going. I, keep going. I love okay. this. My number 16, I think you're going to be upset because it's so far down the list. Okay. I think you'll understand why. Number 16, Ramble On, Led Zeppelin. Ooh, John Paul Jones. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Rob, you were really <laughs> spun on. Yeah, that's what's sad. He's at number 16. You really went and did your research on this one. I got a credit to you. Dude, that's great. No, dude, I, I just listen to music, man. Yeah, Ramble on and is so honestly, cool. Honestly, I got some 
Wow. Well, well, see, I thought I was leading one way, but I'm all over the map once I put them all together. So Honestly, far, I was at like 23. And I so, so far, it is amazing. Go ahead. Keep going. This is great. Okay, number 15. The strip, Billy Squire. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That bass thumps with the with the with the groove. I agree. Like I said, I like the bass to bring in the drums with the lead guitar and yeah. show a little of its own thing, but yet do its job. Without a doubt, dude. Perfect. But then when I get to my upper list, it's gonna blow that all to hell. Okay. All right, keep going. Okay, number 14. Rocket Beach, Steve Bullard. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite so hard on that, but I do like it, yeah. I can see that. I get it. I get what you're saying. It's got some good bass in it, man. I mean, it goes, I like with what goes with the song that ties everything together. And that, that's, he does, that, they do a good job in that one. Dude, uh, it's your list, and I know why you did it. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number 13. Crazy on You by Heart. Oh, yeah. Good one. Real good one. Okay. My number 12 blows my mind, because I just recently heard it like yesterday I said that's got to go on my list and I don't know why but yeah I do know why listen to it okay Born for Greatness Papa Roach yeah I could see that one too okay the bass was is good very good well done in that song cool good and I like I said I just heard it. I like. Oh my God, that's got to go on the list. Yeah. You know? I get every one of your songs so far. That's great. Alrighty. <laughs> Number eleven. Come together, the Beatles. No. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Damn good. Damn good. Yeah, I agree 100%. Okay, now... <laughs> okay. Now my, now, my top 10 is where they start going up, and you're going to really start getting into them. Okay. Number 10. The Temples of Cernix Rush. Yeah, the Temples of Syrinx is fucking awesome. That's on my list. Dude, Lee. Yep. Badass. Okay, I was wondering if you were going to put a Rush on there. It's it's funny we, <laughs> we picked the same song because Rush has a lot of lead bass songs. It's funny, yeah, and it's because yeah. it's because of the rhythm that they use on the heavy part of Temples of Syrinx. Yeah, it's excellent. Okay. Okay, number nine. Get ready. Hold on. There's a two timer on this list. Okay. There are two to heart. <laughs> yeah. Two heart song. And I agree with the order too. I agree with the word of Barracudas. Awesome. Excellent. Number eight. For Whom the Bell Tolls, Metallica. Ah, Cliff. Yeah. Oh, Cliff Amal. Cliff Burton. I loved him on bass. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. Can't argue with that. You like my number seven. Honestly... Yeah. My top eight was my hardest to put in order. Okay. And you're gonna reel up you're gonna see why. Number seven. The zoo scorpion. Oh, dun 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 dun
Perfect. Man, that is a great bass song. Rob, you... Number six. Man, you're doing fantastic. Go ahead. Hair of the Dog, Nazareth. <clears throat> yes. Yes. It's and, awesome. and, and, and not the Guns N' Roses version doesn't have that same bass. It has to no, be Nazareth. Nazareth. Yes. Yeah, Nazareth. Yeah, Nazareth. Yep. The wow. original version. Yep. Perfect. Man, good job. Number five. Goes to Running with the Devil, Van Halen. Cool. Number four. No more tears, Ozzy. Wow, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Original track. Original track. Was that Phil Susan that played on their bass? Or who played hang on, let me see that. I'm trying to figure out who that is. It was Randy I, I, Randy Castillo. I'm not sure. I just I Randy just Castillo was good. Let me dude. see here. Okay, Google. Who played bass on the song "No More Tears" from Ozzy Osbourne? Oh shit! I can't do it because I got you on there. Hang on. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, hang on. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to do it either. Hang on, I can. I can type it in. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Well, you're ahead of me, so. Oh, okay. Although Mike Inez appeared on the album's videos and promotional tours, longtime Osborne collaborator Bob Daisley, who I love, plays bass on the entire album. Inez is credited as a writer for the title track, although he does not perform on the actual recording, and the intro bass riff was uh, composed by him. Wow. Yeah, I love well, Bob Daisley. Well, there you go. You get my number four. Bob Daisley has one of the best books about rock, about dude, metal. That, that opening on that song, that bum, 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 oh, dude, it's, and then all the way through, the bass carries that song. Yeah. I love Bob Daisley. I'm a huge Bob Daisley fan. He, um, uh, look up his work. I mean, he is in uh, Uriah Heep. He was in Rainbow. Oh, really? I yeah. yeah, see, you're teaching me stuff, man. Look, look, him. I, I'll loan you his book. Um, it's called For Fact's Sake. And um, okay. he, I'll tell you one of the stories in his book after, uh, after you complete your, um, your list. Remind me to tell the story that's in his book that floors me yeah, to this day. Yeah, I got three more. Okay, go ahead. We're in my top three. Okay. Number three. Rock me, great white. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very good. Wow. Good job. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that bass go, goes all the way to the end where the chorus kicks in. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was great. No, 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 no. You're, you're right, man. You're right. It all leads up to the chorus at Never the end. Two. Number two is a big one. Okay. I really, really, really struggle with number two and number one. Okay. But my number two happens to be a two-timer on my list. Okay. My number two came in on my heavy list. Okay. Number two goes to Mud Shovel by Stank. Okay. Cool. Dude, that song, that whole song, it don't matter what part you're playing, is all over the front porch. It, it is. It's pretty dynamic the way they wrote it. And every and and you, know, and you have to listen to it multiple times to hear each part. You gotta listen to it to hear the lead guitar. Then you gotta listen to it again to hear the bass. Then you gotta listen to it again to hear the vocal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I think it. That is our 
my first two-timer. Okay. Mud shovel. All righty. And what is number one, Rob? My number one bass song. Voodoo Godsmack. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's a good one. Real good. Wow, okay. Man. Dude, yeah. I got to hand it to you. Those were some really good picks. Good job. Well, I was thinking, well, a lot of my first ones were on the softer side. Mm-hmm. But well, then I sat down and finished my list. <laughs> there is no right or wrong. I'm all over the place. I mean, I love the way you're all over the place. It's perfect. So, good job. Okay. And as we had discussed, that gives me two weeks to start a funk list. Okay, I'll have my bass list next week. I'll have all 18 of them. And I whatever you come up with. The funk list is going to be interesting. I can tell you that right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so funk after this. Okay, yes. Yes, it is. So Got I come it. up with my base, and then the uh, subsequent following week will be... Oh, my God. i got to start listening to my whole different music genres. I know. You're going to have to <laughs> go look, look up some funk. Uh, do yourself a favor. Look up, like, the R&B stuff uh, back on Billboard's Top uh, 100 in the 70s, 75, 74, 73, and then go into the 80s, then go into the 90s. I mean, you'll be amazed at what's there. So, anyhow. Um, I'm, I'm going over everything and anything like I always do. Oh, good. Um, Bob Daisley. We were talking about him, right? Yeah. Okay, you want to hear the story that's in his book that still floors me to this day? Yes, yes. Okay. Bob Daisley was a, a member of Rainbow. And, uh, yes, he was. Okay, yeah. so this is Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Um, Richie Blackmore uh, had a uh, way of things. So uh, one day this um, bus driver comes up there from wherever they get their bus lot, you know, their bus drivers from. And, and uh, Richie Blackmore looks at Bob Daisley and goes, Who's that guy? And he goes, Oh, uh, that's the guy they sent to uh, drive our tour bus. He goes, No, no. He's got to leave. What? Yeah, he has a black aura. No. So, he went over there. He's like, ah, yeah. Richie doesn't like you. We've got to get another one, man. The guy's like, Okay. He leaves. So, they bring him another one. Fast forward a few years later. He's in the Blizzard of Oz, and um, the same guy comes up, and he is the tour driver for Ozzy, the guy with the black aura. So, uh, Randy Rhodes was scared to death of planes. This guy with the black aura, according to Richie Blackmore, talked Randy Rhodes into going into his plane because he was a pilot. The guy started dive bombing and flying around and showboating, and he actually hit the steeple of the place they were staying, and that is where Randy Rhodes perished, along with him and Ozzy's hairdresser. How's that for a story? Wow. That's what I said, too. I read that four or five times, and like, geez. So, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Scary shit, huh? Yes, it is. Alright. Well, you know, um, how I always pit, like, grapes against, uh, you know, another fruit or something? Well, I got a oh, yeah. machine yeah. and everyday appliance wars. You ready to, uh, have a battle royale between some machinery, modern machinery, and appliance? This sounds like fun. It's interesting, like everything else. Alright, the first one we have is a stapler versus a hole puncher. 
Stapler against a hole puncher. Yes. I'm going to go with a hole puncher because it's bigger holes. A staple, yeah, it hurts. But if you puncture something with those little round things, you're fucking them up. A stapler is a pain in the ass and it would hurt like hell, yes. But it's not going to do the same damage a hole puncher does, in my opinion. Okay, what's going to hurt worse, a bunch of jabs or a Hail Mary? Well, I, I would assume that a hole puncher could punch as many holes in you as I'm well. Go, I'm going with hole puncher. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. A stapler, uh, but as I'm saying, the stapler would be a bunch of jabs. Yes. The way a hole puncher could, like, just punch a hole in it, and then you're like, ah, fuck. Uh, I give. Just come over the top, just tell you, drill you down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my ear. Oh, yeah. my bull sack. So... All right, next one. Air compressor. I had a problem with this one because I don't know which way to go still. Air compressor versus gas generator. That one's very evenly matched in my opinion. I don't know who would win. They're both bulky and big. One has a lot of air and the other generates power. I have a winner. Okay, who? Air compressor. Okay, and why? It's already plugged into electricity. <laughs> you know the what? The generator That's... runs on gas or whatever, it's going to run out. So what you're saying is his air compressor can blow all the gas out of the uh, gas generator's uh, um, tank? No, no, no. It's a matter of endurance. Oh, okay, I get you. When it runs out of gas, the air compressor's going to come up and fuck it up. Because it can't do anything air, without gas. I get it. Okay. Air compressor is plugged into electric constantly. Okay. Generator runs out of gas or whatever scary. it runs off. Okay. You know what? I agree with you. That's pretty good reasoning. Just say. All right. Next one. This one is very even if you think about it. But, uh, but I don't know. Lettuce shredder, remember like what we used to use at Jess and Jim's? Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus a French fry uh, that, 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 that was a medieval torture device is what that was. Yeah. Versus a French fry <laughs> slicer. You're, you're talking like a household lettuce shredder. No, I'm talking industrial versus a French fry slicer, an industrial one. Remember we used to make fries? You Just know, like we used... Oh my God, dude. The lettuce... Well, the lettuce got it. You think lettuce the lettuce shredder? Anything. Hell, the lettuce made scars on us. Yes, it did. All right, for that... That lettuce shredder made scars on us. Yes, it did, and it hurt like fuck, If too. you did, if you slammed that thing through there too hard... Got your fingers too close. Oh, I did it all the time. Ah! All right. I remember Harry wearing band-aids all the time too. Oh, Harry always misjudged that. Harry always oh, yeah. be fucking himself up on that damn thing. Yeah, that thing was flat scary. It was easy to do. It really was. It was. I wore a few band-aids over it. So. Oh, so did I. I can't count how many times I just misjudged uh, because. Um, I come in a little hungover, or was, I don't know, was staring at one of the bus girls' ass or something, I don't know. And well, you, oh! you, you figure, you figure taking a head of lettuce, like a basketball, mm-hmm. and slamming it through, we'll, we'll say, what, 10, 12 sawzall blades? <laughs> Is, what would be the equivalent of? Probably a Zaza blade, only with like a little, a little sharper teeth, actually. Into a big plastic barrel. Okay. Yeah, that thing was sharp, dude. Okay, let us razor sharp. Let us shredder. It is, Rob. I agree. Yeah. Next one, treadmill versus stair glide. I'm gonna, I myself am gonna go with a treadmill, and here's why. Treadmills more I'm gonna go Okay, why? No, no. You tell me you tell me why you're going with treadmill. Okay. A treadmill is big and bulky 
and and it runs. Some people have to run on it. It keeps going. It's got that. Uh, it's got that belt that runs really fast. And the stair glide is just like a couple of steps that you operate yourself that you don't even plug in. That you got to move with your arms. See, I think a treadmill is more bulky and has electricity power behind it, where a stair glide needs someone on it moving it to get it to move. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. You got me on that one. Okay. All right. Treadmill it is. I, I, I was saying it's still right, but until you mentioned it needed help. It needs help. It needs it needs someone on it to actually move. So I'm going to... Uh, I was saying it's still right. Come right down on top of that thing like Godzilla. But, uh, <laughs> it needs help. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. I give it to you. Okay. Treadmill got it. All right. Next one. Refrigerator versus clothes dryer. I don't know which way to go on that one. I'll, I, if you got an idea, go ahead. Refrigerator. Okay. Refrigerator keeps running. Dryer shuts off. Okay. You nailed it. That's it. Sounds good to me. Re refrigerator would keep cooling. Dryer heats up, but it shuts off, and you're done. That's true. Refrigerator's Long always out, on. And, can, and refrigerator can always kick the clothes dryer's ass if it wants. I get it. Okay. This next one is really... I think I've got a way to go on it, but I'll get your opinion. Ottoman versus sofa. I'm going to say sofa because it's heavier and it could fall over on the ottoman and probably crush it. Okay, okay, here we go, Mark. Okay. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> here we go, Rob's on it, go ahead. <laughs> Being the little guy. Okay. <laughs> I give it to the ottoman. Okay. Do you think that the ottoman could outmaneuver the sofa? Jump on its back? The ottoman's going to run around back behind the sofa, jump on its back, and take it down. <laughs> okay. Just like I would do. Okay, so the ottoman is a wiry little bitch, and it ain't going down. <laughs> well, the, the, the big-ass sofa guy get up off his ass to flip over on top of it. Oh, man, the ottoman's gone, dude. All right, okay. You know what? I cannot argue that, Rob. If nothing, I think else, if nothing else, it's out the front door. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It can always get away if it wants. <laughs> that was great reasoning, Rob. I agree with that. I could just see an ottoman jumping up and back and going, blah, 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 and a sofa trying to turn around. You, you know, I'm I, over I, here I'm now, bitch. I'm a little dude. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here now. This is my living room. <laughs> so you are the ottoman, right? You're like I said, I'm five seven, buck forty, buck forty-five. Okay, you're the ottoman. <laughs> I'm the ottoman. All right. And I can whip some ass. So. Okay. Electric can opener versus blender. Both are pretty vicious. Oh damn. Okay, I've got. No, no, no. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. I got the last one. You take it. Okay. Two. I go with electric can opener just because we have a promo that says we're as much fun as electric can opener to the scrotum. We don't have a blender yeah. promo. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, we do have that promo. Yeah. I'm going with that out of uh, sentimental value because we actually have a, an electric can opener grabbing a hold of the guy's nuts. Okay. And I just want everyone to know, we are as much fun as a can opener to the scrotum. Yeah, we right? are. Aren't we? Okay. Yeah. So there yeah. you guys know. Can I back it up? Yes. Can I back it up? Yes, please. Doesn't a blender have a lid on it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Can opener, that tooth is right yeah, out that front. that tooth will just jump up there and bite the piss out of it. Yeah, okay. A blender has a lid on it. It's contained. 
It's on a leash. <laughs> a blender needs a human to take the top off for it to do any damage at all. Meanwhile, that electric can opener already jumped on his back and bit the shit out of him, right? It, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's like a <laughs> chihuahua on a leash. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's like a little dog on a leash. You gotta let it off so we're doing it good. Ooh, ow, fuck. Ooh, ow, ow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Next one. Electric, uh, ugh, no, wrong one. Hey, Baylor versus this plow. Oh, shit. I know. Dude. Both of them will do heavy damage. Oh, my God. Do you have any idea on this at all? Dude, I, my grandpa was a farmer. I know everything about both them pieces of equipment. Uh, yes, and that's why that I put them together. Is very hard. Uh, they are very, both of them, are very tough pieces of machinery that you don't want to screw. I with. will say. I'll go with you since you grew up on a farm. I no, no I didn't grow up on. Oh, your granddad. Was I was born. in between, dude. I was in Belton. Oh, okay. But my gra my my grandparents. Had the farm out by Harrisonville, out by Freeman. Oh, okay, all right. Well, uh, which would you go with? But, oh my God, dude! I I think I think I'd have to take my chances with the disc. That's what I was thinking too. Okay. Because that hay baler takes up anything and everything. Yes. At least you have a few inches you might be able... I, I don't know if you'd be enough to save your life, but you might have a chance. I agree with you, Rob. That's Just exactly that. what I was thinking. That tells you I kind of know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, you do. Wow. You do. Yeah, wow. That's, that is the most even match we had on the whole thing. Wow. The next one, bottle opener versus scissors. I'm going to go with scissors. Yeah, yeah, scissors. Yeah, because I think scissors could just, like, start All chopping. it takes a motion down, bottle opener, has got a twist. Yeah, yep. All right, same reason I thought. This next one. Oh, go ahead. What? No, not, not. Okay, this next one. Paper shredder versus copy machine. Give it to the shredder all day long. I agree with that. Yep. A shredder. It says it in the name. Yes. Shredder. Shredder. You agree with it 100%. All right, that is the last of those. So, um, real quick, I would like to say a congratulatory good job to Cheddar Wiz. Cheddar Wiz wins the mullet contest. Look it up. His name's Cheddar Wiz, and he looks like a little Joe Dirt. He just won the national mullet contest. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? No. Nope. I, I yeah. Hang on. I'm gonna write this down. Cheddar Wiz is his name. Cheddar. <laughs> yep. So anyhow, congratulations, to Cheddar Wiz. Good it. job. Uh, oh, and I got another thing for you to look up too. Because this is a big thing that I've been, uh, well, actually, uh, Orin at work started it. And anyhow, um, artificial intelligence, um, a, a couple of people did this, and it's called buttered sausage. And you know Gary Busey? Yeah. Okay. He's crackers and grams, <laughs> right? Well, they had their um, computer um, have their artificial intelligence... No way. Come up with a Gary Busey. You're not telling me. No, no. And, and it is fantastic because it looks just like him. And AI, just the, the artificial intelligence, it figures out what to say. So it came up with 
Gary Busey wanted to talk about buttered sausage. <laughs> and he goes off about buttered sausage. And, it, and it's just, it's a picture that looks just like him talking. And it's a couple of people going, hey, Gary Busey, you want to talk? And he goes, oh. He turns around and goes, yeah, I want to talk. You know what I want to talk about? Buttered sausage. And he just started going off how it's made, all this stuff. And he goes off for quite a while about buttered sausage. And then he goes, and then someone said, well, we think you're in a jam now or something like that. And he goes, no, I don't use jam. I use honey. I make my own honey and I kiss it on the lips. <laughs> It is fantastic. So, Are you kidding me? No, you you got to look this up. Oh story. my God, I'm rolling here. I'm roll, I have not heard that. So everybody out there in podcast land, go look up buttered sausage, and it is great entertainment. <laughs> so if you look at my Facebook, Rob, I checked into uh, um, I checked into a make-believe uh, a buttered sausage factory somewhere in Kansas City. I think it's like really? Big, Big Bubba's Buttered Sausage Emporium. <laughs> and I checked Oren, the the guy that carried the toad about uh, about buttered sausage when he first found it on the internet. So Actually, no, I, I did hear that. I did hear that podcast, yes. Okay. I remember it. Okay, well, anyhow, um, that's why I checked into that thing fictitious place so anyhow buttered, oh my god buttered Jerry sausage Jesus. buddy buttered sausage so. <laughs> all right I, was, I, I had to mute you because I was laughing so hard on that one <laughs> well we are at an hour do you want to continue a little bit longer or do you want to uh, go ahead and stop this Actually, I think I better probably be stopping. Okay. Uh, let me do yeah, one. Do you I, have I a final? Work in the morning. And, do you got a final thought, Rob? Uh, let me see. Uh, not in front of me at the moment. Let me see where I can come up with it. Okay. Um, next week on the podcast. I'm going to have invisible ass paddlings handed out to people that need them. I've got 80% of them written, and there's some good people on there that deserve some pretty good ass paddlings. So I think you all are going to be happy with the ass paddlings that are going to be dished out. So. Always. Yep. And uh, then I think I'm, I will have my base list next week. And I've got to come up with some shit because Rob just fucking... Rob just fucking kicked me in the ass and told me to go to hell. That's what he did. No, I did not. I did, like I said, <laughs> I thought I was running weak until I put them all together. All right. Rob being modest, Rob, well, kicked me, Rob kicked me right in the nuts and walked off and said, I didn't do that. <laughs> but then just remember, my number two is a two-timer on my list. Okay. So. That's fine. <laughs> so, so Rob can deny the nut kicking all he wants, but he kicked me in the nuts. So I got to strike back with some pretty good bass songs. I'll be doing that. Well, no, honestly, I think I know what you're going to come back with. It's what I've been anticipating. Okay, uh, we shared. You're going to kick me in the nuts. We shared Temple of Syrinx, and that's it. That's oh, a, did we? Yeah. Did we really? Yeah. Wow. That is not the one I figured we would share. No, me neither. Me neither. Okay. You, well, you come okay. close with well, us. Hey, you said something about a tie, so I'm marking that one. You come close with one of the songs, but you will find that when my master list is revealed next week. So anyhow, this is. Uh, did you did you find a final thought or not? If not, we'll just go ahead and close this. No. no. righty. Everybody, no final thought. You go look your own up. Okay. Anyhow, love you guys. Thanks. Have a good night. We'll have, we'll have one next time. That's right. So, it's Sunday night. All right, so go back to whatever the fuck you were doing. I'm sure it's quite interesting and everybody would love it. Right? Yeah. No, I will. Yeah, me too. Send pictures to Rob. Remember. Oh, yes, yes. I definitely up. need some more. I'm getting really bored, guys. Come on. Ass up. 
Big smile turned around. Have a good night, Somebody everybody. Somebody needs stuff out there. Thanks for listening. It's Have been a, a long time. Can you hear the man's plea, really? Can you hear his plea? Can you, hear, really? can you hear it in his voice? He needs asset pictures. We expect you to deliver. Yeah, that's you, Joe Listener. Yeah, I'm I, talking I've to you. I've three. Just three. Just three poultry pictures, and that's it. Yes, Joe Two Listener. Two which I still, I still speak to. The other one, I don't know what happened to. Which one and fell off? happens to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, is that Gonza? No, our Hall of Famer, the last one. The double one. Oh, the double. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is an yeah. all. Yeah. I, I heard other from her or him, whatever it was. I'm not sure what you would label him or her, but whatever. Okay. But I'll I tell you what. Keeps up. I may have to make my final decision. And if you don't talk to me afterwards... You gotta keep talking you, to you. You have two strong contenders with uh, if you want to uh, be the winner, Eric and Gonza, right? And we have more. Yeah, right now it's Gonza and Eric. You guys, whatever it is, Joe Fan, Joe Fan, insert yourself into this. Ask anybody. Please turn around. You want to have some fun with us? Come on. Come on, man. Rob's Rob has been a bachelor for a while now, and he's like he's ready for some picks. So, is it that hard, you Joe listener, to just stick your ass up in the air and a smile and snap a pick and send it to poor Rob here? No. And truth be told, I really like women. We're just doing <laughs> I know. That. That's, that's the whole truth thing. It's funny. Told. <laughs> well, d- hey, hey, that might be what's holding people off. If you think okay, about. okay, here, let me add this. Although, We're just doing this for uh, fun. Yes, yes. I'm although, really into women. Yes. So, women can send asset pictures, too. Even though, that, that I, I don't find that as funny. <laughs> so, uh, no, 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 no. Let's not start that. Okay. Anyway. Okay, you know what? Forget everything. Everybody have a good night. (laughs) Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.